welcome to our mini-sodes on agents with our agent assistant, Alice Hoskins. Thank you so much for joining us today, Alice. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's lovely to meet you, Alice. Would you mind introducing yourselves to our listeners, please? Of course. So I'm Alice Hoskins and I work with literary agent Sophie Lambert at CNW Agency, which some listeners might know as Cumberland Walsh. Um, as it was previously known, and it's part of the Curtis Brown Group. Um, I joined CNW in January 2022 after a few years working in the theatre, film, TV, and education industries, respectively, as a freelancer. And I'm so excited about these mini-sodes, and I know they're going to be so helpful to so many of our listeners, and probably to us as well, so thank you. So without further ado, let's get cracking. Welcome to Minnesota 6. Today we're talking about what happens when a manuscript doesn't sell. It's heartbreaking for the author and the agent, and I think a lot of authors worry that this could be the end of their career and, uh, you know, that, 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 you know, that they could mean that they could be back where they started and that the agent will drop them. I mean, do agents drop authors if a book doesn't sell? I wouldn't imagine an agent would drop an author like that if a book doesn't sell and if they do that then I, I think agenting is about a kind of like you you want to be someone's agent for their whole career and their whole life basically and your whole life is sort of the goal because I think their relation the joy of that the longevity of that relationship is that you get to see an author go through so many different stages of their career and books that maybe flopped or books that were huge successes and that's kind of what a, a brilliant career looks like as an author I think is highs and lows um so I think that books don't sell more than people would care to admit so you only ever really hear the the success stories that make the bookseller or the bestseller lists and the reality is that there are lots of projects that just don't sell the first time that they go out um and that playing the long game is sometimes the better option perhaps i shouldn't say this but i'm going to i have heard i have heard of agents who have dropped authors when their books mm. have sold i think it it does happen and um, I wonder if perhaps there are some agents possibly, I mean, I wouldn't expect you to comment on this, but there possibly are agents who take on work hoping they'll sell it, but they're not really committed to that author. Whereas most agents, most good agents, they they see something in the writer and they like their work. And if one book doesn't sell, they'll work with them on the next book and hope that that does. But I have heard that it, it yeah. does Yes. It's heartbreaking when that happens. Yeah, that's devastating. So cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think I know when I, I kind of started out, I wasn't really aware of, of how many books didn't sell, as you say, Leslie. I think, um, you know, your goal when you're trying to get published is to get an agent. And you think as soon as you get an agent, you're going to get a publishing deal. And you never really, or I certainly didn't, um, consider what would happen if that first book doesn't sell and I was lucky and it did but I'm I'm yeah I was surprised at the number that go out and don't sell so um that's another sort of elusive thing about publishing talk about which means that Mm. that communication needs to be really clear and we'll always you know when we're going out with the book we have a list of editors we have a kind of sub list as we call it the editors that it's going out to um, and then what their responses have been so that we can always share that with an author. Um, but it can also just be such a long process. It's yeah, it's that ag- another agonising 
thing, basically. <laughs> and um, just because that manuscript didn't sell at that particular time, does that mean that that's it forever? Would the author ever kind of rewrite it and go on submission again to a different list of editors? Absolutely. I think that happens more often than, yeah, than this is shared publicly. But I think, you know, sometimes you can, yeah, shell the project for a bit and go out with it to a completely new list of editors. Um, but I think um, more often than not, what will happen is that multiple editors will come back with the same line of feedback. Um, and when a pattern like that presents itself, then it's kind of really clear to an agent and to an author that there is something that could be tweaked here. Mm. Um, and that, yeah, there's then the opportunity to go back and kind of rework that a little bit. And then you could always bring it back to that same list of editors if they've said, I'd love to see every word version of this or, you know. Um, but I think sometimes, and I, I just can't imagine how awful this would be, but I think sometimes projects are sort of shelved completely. I, I can't even conceive of being able to write a book. So the idea of writing a whole book and then being like, oh, no, I'm actually just going to leave that alone forever is, I mean, yeah, couldn't handle it. Um, but I think there are obviously, but again, that's up to the author as well, whether they want to keep kind of chipping away at, at that initial project or whether they just want to leave it, even if it's just in the cupboard and they'll reopen the cupboard and bring it out at a later date. But yeah, um, I suppose the process of writing it will always be so useful in informing different projects and can only have been a good thing. But yeah, it's a lot of work. I'm, I'm smiling because I have shelved a project that I will never ever open again because I've just had <laughs> so many people now give me the exact same feedback that like yeah it's not gonna work I'm like, okay <laughs> like I, I had to hear it so many times and I yeah, will I'm never sure. touch it again <laughs> um, not ever um but um it is really hard when books don't sell um what should an author do next? What kinds of questions should they be talking to their agents about at that stage? How do they pick themselves up? Um, it's, yeah, really tricky. I think you can't guarantee, of course, that it's not going to happen again. But I think if there is, like, like I say, like recurring feedback from multiple editors, multiple people, friends and trusted readers, um, then I think being able to be really responsive and adaptable and creative um is is the best thing you can really do in that instance I also think you're allowed to to grieve a project and to be sad that something hasn't worked out and that that's okay like you know to trust that that's not going to be the defining marker on your career and that you're not yes. you know it hasn't ruined anything um <laughs> and you should have a, an agent who really kind of helps with your confidence um and doesn't let that really crush you in the way I imagine it it could but I think um then when you've sort of recovered from that grieving process to to start thinking creatively and um to try as hard as you can to get excited about about what's next and to trust that there is something coming next um and I suppose that's a lot of that is surrounding themselves but with other authors and writing groups and bouncing ideas off um I think creating teams around you is a good is a good thing yeah. That's all we've got time for in today's mini-sode. Um, thank you so much for answering all our questions, Alice. And join us next week, listeners, where we'll be asking all the other questions that you want to know. <laughs>